back with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Bauer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Ticket 93.7. On the black shirt, I'm with Bach. And who's on the line with us today, Bach? Hello, sir. You're on the ticket. It's the, it's the captain who's oh. on the ticket. I'm on my way. Whoa. Had a, couple, had a little something, something going on. It was kind of catastrophic, but we got it. We got it handled. And uh, I'm on my way for this 400, guys. That's right. It's the big day. Play my right. song for him, Bach. <laughs> right, this this you gonna, your warm-up music. This is going to be your warm-up music. Captain, this is Stargate. Hey, what happened? What are you doing, Bach? How'd that happen? Well, folks, today is the day. <laughs> the captain. The 400. At Nebraska Wesleyan. Is going down. Hey, that's almost like the impossible music. Uh, <laughs> well, you know where I get that from? Come that? on. That's what Ric Flair comes out to, man. Oh, that's right. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you yeah. know Ric Flair comes that out is. of that. <laughs> you thinking about Spaceballs or something like that back in the days when we used to watch yeah. that movie. <laughs> so how's it well, going, listen, man? I appreciate you giving me some motivation this morning. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been kind of slow on the home front today, man. We haven't we haven't heard anything, and it's kind of quiet today with with a lot of things going on in Huskerland. Yeah, is there any more anybody else? Into the transfer portal. No, we no. haven't heard anything. That's shocking. That's pretty cool. That's pretty quiet. Yeah, did not hear anything by now. I thought we would have heard. Don't we got it? How many more we got? Well, they probably have to get about eight more, uh, you know, about eight more down, maybe seven. Um, but it kind of depends on if you want to reach your own hand in the transfer portal. We talk about getting down to 85. Do they want to get down to 84, 83, 82 in case they have some spots that they want to grab themselves? Um, but you're still looking at, you know, seven or eight guys uh, to be let go. And, 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 again, it looked like just the way that it happened the last couple of days, they were going through these exit meetings. Um, day by day, and, and then, uh, you know, the guys are making the decisions and jumping in the portal. Again, it will behoove the players, if they do leave, um, to, to do it now so you can jump in the portal before the 30th. Yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those conversations. Yeah. I would love to see how that goes. Yeah, hey, it's not working out here. How does that go? I, what would you say to a, to a kid? How do you cut a kid? Well, I, I think you try to at least again. I think you try your best to to sell him uh, of his potential. Say he didn't you know didn't quite make the team. You know, kind of put it that way uh, because that's a that's a conversation you have to have with high school kids. You know, this isn't you know maybe I want to go as far as middle school. Maybe they do that in middle schools too. You know, you, you get down to it. You you go. You have your list. You don't quite make the team. You have to have that conversation. So it's not comfortable for for anybody, but. Um, I mean, that's kind of how I would put it, and I would tell them, you know, here's a few a few 
things that I think that, that you can improve on. Here's some schools that we think that maybe, you know, connections, maybe reach out. Maybe, I mean, I don't know how, how much time they have, but, you know, try to try to put it in a positive light, their future, their options. Obviously, they, they do have the option, at least a few of them should, to uh, remain on scholarship as far as their schooling goes. Uh, maybe let football go and finish out their schooling. Um, so, you know, it's it's not an easy conversation, but I think there are some positives you can bring up uh, throughout it, and and just kind of, I mean, I think you I, you don't sugarcoat it. You, I think you got to straight out come out and tell them at the beginning of the conversation. You you know, you just didn't quite make the team. Well, that's what you're gonna say. Hey, you didn't make the cut. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I would start with that, and then, like I said, get into here's your options next. Here's some here's some schools that might be interested in you. I, I hope they're at least doing a little bit. Of, you know, if you've got a you got somebody at, uh, you know, you know, an assistant coach at Kent State or something. You say, well, I've already reached out to this guy. They they said they might. So you know, just try. I, you know, I I would do that. I don't know how how much time they have or how much how easy that is for them. And I'm sure they don't have that option for every kid. But I try to bring some good news with it as well. But obviously, it's 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 mostly uh, a deflating conversation with guys that stuck through the spring to try to make the team. I mean, they they, they they're not bailing on Nebraska. Um, it's somewhat the other way around. Well, I mean, that's part of life, man. I mean, it, uh, we're under a new rule. And I think when you, when you understand that, I mean, he's got to do it his way. He's got to go with the guys that he feels comfortable with, the guys that give him the best chance to win, and then let the chips fall where they may. I just don't know which one. I mean, you're talking eight guys. You know, we know the Logan Smothers. We know some of these other guys. But who are going to come out of that eight? Who are some potential candidates? I need names. <laughs> Again, PJ, I don't think it's great to name uh, to name off guys, um, but I mean, I think you're looking at. Listen, you're looking at guys. I mean, look at look at the, some of the guys that we've seen so far. Look at guys that are maybe projects from the last staff that haven't played, redshirt freshmen, sophomores. Um, you know, that, that haven't played that are, you know, they, they want to get their own projects and they did, they're bringing in, you know, the uh, more than ha- what was there's like five of the, I don't even know how many they have, like 11, 12 receivers, uh, like six or seven of those guys are freshmen. So they brought in their own prospects, their own recruits that they want to build with those guys that are, were kind of not quite at the point in the career where they're making, uh, moves on the field. You know, maybe they're on scout team, maybe they're, uh, you know, just kind of in the background right now maybe still developing, not at the point where you'd expect them uh, to make a big impact, but you know, that that's just kind of where you are at, with Nebraska is, is maybe cut and go of, of some of those past projects that you had. Um, and then maybe there also is, you know, maybe the Stefan win situation, look for guys, Braxton Clark, guys that have competed that have, that are kind of part of it, but maybe don't have as long-term of, of a help. I, I think that probably kind of went into the Stefan Wynn situation. I don't know if it was his decision or if that was Nebraska, but they've got a loaded room with a lot of defensive linemen. And I think it maybe part of what it comes down to is, you know, this guy can help us out for a year. All these other guys, they, they can help us out for three, four years and, and build our program. So I, you know, I would look at that and also guys that played on the red team <laughs> because the red team, uh, the red, white spring game there, uh, you know, the, the red team was, was not the, not the starters, not the, not the guys that I would expect to see too many of those guys let go. So uh, again, while I don't want to name out particular names, um, you know, the, there, there seems to be some themes going along with the guys that have been let go so far. Well, returning receivers, how many returning guys actually played in the game that, well, well, how many guys 
that we have returning that receiver finish the season? Last year at four Nebraska? Yeah. Uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, has, that mentality has to change. You know, you can't go into seasons with a depleted receiving core that's not proven. IGC had a couple good games, right? Yeah. So, but but he hadn't played football in over a year. Yeah. So you know what what does that receiver room really look like? You got Fleeks and you got um, the third or the fourth. What's his name? Billy Kemp. You know, yeah, Billy the, Kemp. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, Billy Kemp. So you got those two. You got Washington, who is your returning, your veteran receiver. You got Betts, been out of football a year. IGC, out of football a year. After that, who do you have? Well, that's why when people ask, like, you know, there is the question, like, can Malachi Coleman play right away? And, and maybe what's best for him is maybe not. Uh, but I don't know if it's Malachi. I don't know if it's Demetrius Bell, Jamarion Charles, Jaden Doss, Jalen Lloyd, Bryce Turner, any of those freshmen. Um, I mean, with injuries and just, you know, I, you've only got five guys that aren't true freshmen in that wide receiver room as far as scholarship players. And you can have injuries. You can have guys disappoint. Obviously, we've seen a few of these guys leave the team before the season ends. I think you're going to need some contributions from at least, you know, one, two, three of those those guys, those freshmen coming in. Yeah, I, you, you're definitely going gonna to have somebody out of that class, maybe two, they're going to have to play. No question. You know, hopefully Malachi Coleman is working on his receiving skills. He's working on routes. Because, you know, upside-wise, he gives us the best chance to have a game-breaker because he's so long and he's he's, he's wiry. And I think uh, over the middle, he can be very, very effective. Uh, I don't necessarily see him stretching the field. I see him being a middle threat, a guy that can go up and jump and get jump balls and win 50-50 balls. So I, I think Malachi Coleman hopefully is, go, is, is, is looking at this as an opportunity to come in and play as a true freshman. And so a couple of those other guys are going to have to do it as well. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way you can you can have another cut from the wide receiver room. Um, so that's another thing. You, you've lost now Sean Hardy, um, Victor Jones Jr. from that wide receiver room. So, you know, there's some of the rooms maybe – I don't know how they're doing the, the exit meetings. Maybe it's 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 it, – you know, it doesn't seem to be by room necessarily just because um, you're getting defensive backs, you know, uh, defensive linemen, wide receivers, and, and quarterbacks in uh, in the portal so far. But uh, maybe that's kind of where we see it. There's still some some rooms with uh, uh, that have some extra uh, extra weight to them. Um, so we'll we'll see kind of where that goes. But again, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something in the in the scheduling that today is an off day as far as exit meetings. I'm not really sure. But it's been quiet so far. Maybe we'll get news here around the corner maybe they just had to get late to it today but um i i still expect to see a few guys especially into the weekend ent- entering the transfer portal yeah i'll be curious to know how many of those walk-in walk-ons got in the transfer portal hmm. i'll be curious to know that number and did, did, did we um did we basically backtrack on well, let me let me let me not say that. I, I'm not going to say backtrack. That's probably the wrong word for it. But as far as walk-ons, how many of those walk-on guys are gone? What's the number of walk-ons? Because I thought that there was rumors of scaling back the walk-on program, which I think is going to be good because your focus can be 
greater on the guys that are there. And let me give you a walk-on receiver to look for. Bear Mouse Jr. Bear Mouse Jr. Look for that look for that name to pop up. And if these guys that are on scholarship are not better than some of the walk-on guys, then those are the guys that are probably getting cut right now. Yeah, yeah, if you're getting passed up by the walk-ons. And it's interesting, too, and I might may have mentioned this before, but uh, the walk-on program, like you said, is getting cut here. Um, but there are guys, too, across college football that, that gain – uh, scholarships from their walk-on position, and, and, and this was a, a deal at Clemson where they're they're having to take those scholarships back now because of you know Nebraska and Colorado. I know we, we focus on these schools because they're they're close, but a lot of schools across the country are having to make some some of these decisions and tell these kids these things. Clemson uh, had to tell their walk-ons that earned scholarships, hey, uh, we're gonna have to take those back. Um, so you know it is it's a it's a it's definitely more of a business and, and, and not necessarily uh, you know good feelings across the board for college football these days. But uh, you know that that's the way a lot of teams are approaching it. Certainly, first year coaches more so than the next. But it, it's going everywhere across college football. I did want to ask you this, VJ, because I know um, I know how you feel about this when it comes to kind of the basketball recruits. We kind of broke it down yesterday. There's a few guys: Deshaun Woods from from Wyoming, Avante Dickerson from Oregon, former. Uh, Nebraska high school athletes that have hit the portal. Um, do you, would you want to want to go out there and target those guys this second time around? Because if you do, again with those guys or whether it's somebody else, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to cut down past eighty five. Yeah, I you know it just it, it all depends. I mean, those guys when they went to those prospective schools wasn't thinking long-term. I'm telling you, they wasn't. They was thinking the short-term. And what happened was they went out there to those prospective schools, and they didn't get treated like they thought they should be treated. That's why they're in the portal. The, thing, the good thing about those guys and the upside is they've got multiple years to play. It's not like they're coming in and they only got one to play, you know, or, or, or two to play one. Most of those guys got three years to play two, and I think some of them got three to three for three. So I, I think it's a plus. I think you got to look at what happened at those schools. Why are these young men transferring? Is it to get back to, to, to college? Is it to get back to Nebraska where they wanted to go in the first place? But nobody really took the time out to give them that, um, that love that we probably should have gave them from a college institution. Yeah, I, I I don't know. And somebody off the text line says we don't need to take all these these guys. There's a reason they're tra they're transferring. So uh, you know you can have kind of different viewpoints on that. But of course, as we've seen, I mean that transfer portal is part of college football. So the reason that guys are transferring, like I, I get it with the timing. You're talking about spring. You're talking about guys that maybe didn't make their own teams out there um, uh, potentially. Uh, but uh, you know this this program has been built. And again, Nebraska's three guys that they sent to the NFL Combine this last year all transfers. I mean, transfer portal is a big part of this this college football these days, and it's it's not all just hey these guys aren't any good. That's why they're leaving. It is if you want to win right now, but if you want to develop your program, then you don't worry about the transfer portal unless you got a guy that can come in and change the complexity of the, the, the guys that we talked about. With the exception, well, a Volkelec, but Volkelec been in the system for two or three years. Yeah. So I don't really necessarily count Volkelec. I kind of look at him as a JUCO transfer, right? But when you talk about, like, Trey Palmer, that's a real transfer that came in in one year, and without him, we are a 1,000 yards less in receiving yards. And probably all those touchdowns, too. 
you know, uh, O'Shawn Mathis, I'm not impressed. I think he's a great talent. But he didn't prove he'll probably go six or seven rounds because he didn't prove that he was worth the, the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. So I, I, I'm, I, those are three guys, but you have multiple transfers, multiples. And so when your transfers are better than the guys that have been in your system for four years, that's a coaching thing, man. That's a culture thing. That's not a, 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 a just a, or talent wise. That's 56 guys that transfer before the transfer portal. Before there was ever a transfer portal, Nebraska had 56 players transferred that were on scholarship from year one of Scott Frost to year five of Scott Frost. 56 players. That's a lot of players. Imagine if 56 players got cut right now. So we're talking about 56 players that's, over a span of five years. Yeah. Huh? So that's what's happened at Colorado. I think they're up to 53. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they, they, their roster is going to be completely flipped. You know, and and I, I think with Dion, he don't care because he wants his guys in there. He wants his mentality in there. And he doesn't care whose feelings he hurts to get it done. You know why? Because he's the head coach. And if it doesn't work, you know who's going to fall on? Deion Sanders. And we're all going to be laughing, talking about, ha, 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 Deion, we knew you were wrong and what you were doing at Colorado. So if it's going to be fall on his shoulders, do it your way. I think any coach worth his salt, if he's in a rebuild, he has got to get the cancer out. He's got to cut it out because if he doesn't, it's going to kick the skin will carry over to the new team. Hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see how <laughs> I, I, like what happens. That's why I'm a little bit worried about. It. I, I still feel like Colorado. I know they're a one in eleven team, so it can't get much worse. But I still think, especially, I mean, this has got to be a year zero for them. Is, is kind of the term that people use, where the expectations are just you know, kind of feel the team and then start the culture. But, it, you know, as far as winning games, they're asking a lot. We'll see. Obviously, Nebraska's lost one and 11 team before. So uh, it's, uh, it, it's crazy, and I can't wait for college football to start. Of course, if you're Sean, you're going to get ready to run your 400 here in less than an hour. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so. 30, I'm, all, I'm about to get off here on either. I don't know if I'm going to get off on Waverly. I'll probably get off on 56th Street. But uh, I'm going straight to the field and get myself warmed up and ready to go. All right. Well, we'll talk. Hopefully, hopefully Nyla's on her way there. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about that, the finishing touches of getting ready for the 400 and uh, finishing touches of the captain today coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.